1: put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent, up to 45 percent off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: Kramer Jess On demand. demand. Here's the morning show
2: highlight clip of the day. Right
3: now, though, we're going to get a little bit more serious because the world has felt like really heavy since about Friday at 10 a.m.,
4: It's felt heavy, I think, just for a couple weeks now, to be honest. Probably for a couple months
3: now. When we were sitting here and we were wrapping up the show Friday and I just turned my head to the right. We have TV here and it said the the, um, Supreme Court had overturned Roe versus Wade. And by now, I'm sure you know the details. Um, Do you want to go through the Maryland stuff really quick or we can get to that in the top three? We can get to that. that Let's get by now. I'm assuming you probably know what's going on. Mm -hmm. But there's your headline statement. Don't want to get into opinions today because that's not the kind of show that this is. We've never wanted to be in a place with most issues to be like, this is how you should feel, and this is how you should be, this is how you should live your life, and we expect you to act the same way. But I know that no matter who you are and what you thought about – the Supreme Court's ruling, you, you, got, you had feelings about it for sure. And you may still be waking up today with feelings. Because I know I am. I'm still feeling heavy as hell about this. Um, but Jess, I'm just, I'm so curious about you as a woman when you heard that news Friday and maybe through the course of the weekend as it's kind of digested. How are you feeling?
4: Um, my heart's beating really fast because this makes me really upset. So, when I saw it, we were at work, and it was weird. I just kind of, like... I'm sure a lot of, when a lot of us found out, we were just at work. And I didn't really... It didn't really sink in until I got into my car and on the drive home. And I started crying because I... Like, the message that it sent to women and just to me personally... The best way I can describe it is if, like, someone is constantly kicking you to the ground. And you're on the ground and they have their foot on your face. And no matter like how hard you try to get, up, to get up, no matter how many movements we have, no matter how many protests we have, there are still people who feel like women do not deserve the respect and the control and the power over themselves and their own decisions. And it felt weird because I couldn't believe that it was something, something happening right now in my time. I've read about these things in in history books of things that we've had to go through, of rights that we didn't have. Not being able to own land without a husband, you know? Like that's, that's what it felt like. And like sitting in your own body and knowing that there are women in other parts of this country that don't have control over the most intimate, vulnerable thing that could happen to them was heartbreaking to me, including little girls who may get raped or if it's a case of incest, that they are not protected. And it made me so angry. But the fact of the matter is, is that women have gone through this before and have to go through this daily of constantly having to fight for respect, fear for their safety on a daily basis. And so unfortunately, this is a place that we've been before. And so I feel as though through our darkest times is when we have, was where we find our strength and we will not be quiet. And if there's, to me, I'm like, what can I do? What can I do? You can volunteer, you can donate. And I feel like the biggest thing for me is to not shy away from conversations like these and if you see or hear someone being disrespectful, you should step in. And I've been very emotional, but right now in this moment, I feel motivated and confident that we will come together and fight harder than we ever had before. Mm-hmm. But it's hurtful. And it's scary.
3: I mean, as a man... Um I have an immense sense of guilt when these things happen, Uh, when any of these things happen. If it's injustice on women, gay people, black people, any of it, I immediately have this sense of guilt because as a straight white man in this country, I can do whatever I want and that's not fair. I don't think it's fair that like, I, I tweeted about this this weekend, like a vasectomy the idea that like they would put a law out to like ban vasectomies, which is about as close as I can get when it comes to our anatomy to the situation, it would never happen. And, um, and that's not fair and that's not fair. And I, I think a lot of men, even if they're not showing it, sometimes we're not great with our emotions, feel really heavy about this too. And we send our, like the most love, the most support, and almost like that feeling of, a, what like at least that's how, what can I do? Like, what can I do? But I will say, here's, the, here's what turned the tide for me a little bit this weekend, was going to Pride was a really sign of hope for me, because when you get a lot of like-minded people together that really want change and progress, it happens. And I think that's another one of those communities that feels marginalized, you know, and feels beat down as hell. And still keeps rising to the top.
4: Well, that's what I'm saying, especially in this case now. Obviously, we've been here before. This yeah. isn't new. And so whatever happens, I know that we will come together because we have no other choice.
3: Yeah, and you will. But if you're feeling heavy today, that's okay, too. If you're feeling oh. mad today, that's okay, too.
1: Mm.
3: That's how you should feel.
1: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?
2: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now,
0: Kramer and Jess, mornings
3: on Mix 106.5. What's up? We do it again, 6 o'clock club. Like it or not, Mondays always roll around. It's a shame we don't have... Days like this, I'm like, it'd be awesome to have four-day work weeks. Oh, I know. But think about this, next Monday... Not going to be here. That's true. Most of us have 4th of July off. That's true. Think about that. Something positive to start your day. If you're new to this, we call this a 6 o'clock club. This is anybody that's awake here in Maryland first thing in the morning. And all you got to do to be a part of this is just text us. Just say good morning and we'll shout you out. 410 583 one zero six five.
4: Johnny E. Good morning, what? Darren. The flight attendant is here. Jess R. and Rob P. from Westminster. Beautiful Beverly, Grace, and Dundalk. LG, the sassy scientist. Kathy in Parkville, Terrence, Pam, the nurse, good morning. Uh, Phil from Mount Airy, good morning, Jim, at USCG is here. One and a million checking in. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Lisa, Anthony from Catonsville. Sherry from Severn, good morning. Last day for teachers for some of you, amazing. the Mill nurse is here. Lisa, Rico, our CRNA, WB from Glen Burnie. Stephanie in Nottingham and Holly Pop and Big Daddy Brad. Happy Monday.
3: Tell me how you... Um... How much you liked Baltimore Pride this weekend?
4: Oh, it was so sick! Yeah, right. Yeah, that was a lot of fun.
3: Give a give a rundown of. Uh
4: I mean, it just felt like a huge party. It just felt, it felt like a massive block party. Everyone was just dancing. Like everyone around that stage was super fun. I love that there was a main stage. And then at the other end of the festival, there was just some stage that whoever felt like dancing could get up there and dance. And everyone was supportive of it. And that was my favorite part.
3: To me, what it felt like, it almost felt like a high school homecoming or something where everybody was there for a common interest and just kind of felt like they could be themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, I'm not gay. I'm not, you know, I'm just an ally. That's all the reason I was there for. But I can only imagine what it must feel like sometimes when maybe you are the only gay person in your street, your Your family, your office job whatever you know where you may not feel as comfortable Mm -hmm. or maybe you're not even comfortable with yourself yet but to be around like a group of people that's like just that out and open and happy and fun everyone just everyone's like celebrating the same thing so it's fun even as an ally to go and just celebrate it was a lot of fun now now
5: now
0: these are the top three trending
5: stories in the city the baltimore top three Three. with jess
0: Number
4: three. The Supreme Court ruled on Friday to overturn Roe versus Wade, a decision that will lead to abortion bans in multiple states. Clinics in eight states, Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Kentucky, Missouri, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and West Virginia, stopped performing abortions after the decision was announced, and 13 other states already have laws on the books to ban abortion. The Biden administration has warned that a decision overturning Roe would also threaten other high court decisions in favor of gay rights and contraception. Two things mentioned by Justice Clarence Thomas. Promise. He explicitly called on his colleagues to put same-sex marriage, gay sex, and contraception cases on the table to be re-examined. So what does this mean for Maryland? Roe v. Wade was codified in the state law in 1992, and the General Assembly actually expanded access to abortion care this past session. So the Abortion Care Access Act goes into effect July 1st. This will expand the number of providers in the state who are trained to give abortion care as well as requires insurance companies to provide abortion care with no cost sharing and no deductibles. In May, after the draft opinion was leaked, the Baltimore City Council passed a resolution to make the city a sanctuary for women seeking abortions and other reproductive health care services. The main impact on our state will be the potential influx of out-of-state patients seeking care.
3: Yeah. I mean, obviously that's a facts. I'd like to take more time later in the show to kind of Break down our feelings versus putting it in the top three. I think it deserves a little more time. So we'll get into it a little bit later on.
2: Number two.
4: Happy Pride. Pride Month is celebrated each year in June to recognize the impact that the LGBTQIA plus community has had on our history locally, nationally, and internationally. And progress is not always simple, and often the same battles must be revisited again and again. But remember how far we've come, confident that we will keep moving forward. And it was on this day in 2017 that DC residents became the first. In the U.S., with the option to select a gender-neutral identifier on their oh, driver's I license,
3: didn't know that. In Baltimore, you put on a hell of a pride, man. It was a it was lot fun. of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun to be down there in the energy and uh, pride. I mean, there was nothing but pride and who you were this weekend. And that was fun to see. Number one. For the first time in a long
4: time, we won't know who had the top box office for the weekend until later today, because both Elvis and Top Gun Maverick were tied as of yesterday, with each film bringing in $30.5 million over the weekend. The opening total for Elvis is impressive, but it's almost unheard of for a movie to grab $30 million at the box office on its first weekend of release like Top Gun, it was a big weekend overall, with four of the top five movies grossing twenty million or more. So,
3: did you see anything? Or did you see week? Uh, I haven't
4: seen Elvis yet, but I'm definitely gonna see it though. I'm, it? I'm really excited to see it.
3: I could really like if you came up to me two weeks ago and you're like, "Give me, tell me some facts about Elvis," I'd be like, "No, I don't really care." But for some reason, this movie has really piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could, other than like the Hound Dog song, we're playing right now. Can't help falling in love with you. Couldn't name much else.
4: I mean, Sam. I don't. I don't know a lot of Elvis songs, but I've just been watching a lot of reviewers of the movie, and just like the of all like the main YouTubers I watch who will review movies and stuff like that. Yeah. And they have a lot of good things to say about it. And they basically express like you don't have to be an Elvis fan. Obviously, Elvis fans are going to appreciate it in a different way. But you don't have to know his music because it deeps dive into it deeps dive into his life more than anything. Yeah. So I feel like it's something that everyone can enjoy.
3: If you saw this weekend, when you text us and tell us was worth it, or should we just wait till it comes out? You know, is it worth actually going to the theater?
4: This is Jess, and that was your top three.
3: I want you to try to solve this mystery. And it's Monday, around this time. Unfortunately, we have to do another edition of PA So Cray Cray. (laughs) Because things do still be cray cray up there. Yes. Yeah, if you drive... 30 minutes north of Mount Washington, Jessica, you'll get to a state called Pennsylvania.
4: Right, right. Well, please remember, this is said with love. We love our neighbors in PA, and we always just try to shine light on the most bizarre things that are going on over We're there.
3: Just confused. Like, I go through the news, and the weirdest news story is always Florida, sure. Like, Pennsylvania, you'll never be able to be as weird as Florida, so quit trying, okay? But there's always a story out of Pennsylvania where I'm like, what? Like, what? What? All right, Jess. Try to fill in the blank here. Okay. About twenty-five miles outside of Philly on Thursday, there were multiple nine-one-one calls about a half-dressed woman. Okay. Right? And the half that she was dressed in was the top. Okay. Meaning she had no clothes on from the waist down. Got okay? it. Mm-hmm. So cops arrive to the scene. They say, "Ma'am, where,
4: what, what, like, where are your
3: pants? Where? What have happened?
4: Yeah, what's going on? For
3: your uh, pantaloons, mm-hmm. maybe you will." What was her excuse? Any other state, this would not be a real excuse, but Pennsylvania. What did this woman claim happened to her pants? Come on, put your most Pennsylvania. I feel like she mindset on here. She's like, they're in the washer. Sure, I'll take it. They're in the washer. Yeah, it was laundry day. We've all been there before.
4: If Julia Fox can go to the grocery store <laughs> in her underwear and bra, then
3: why can't everybody else? Why can't I? Wait. I wish it was that easy, Jess. Uh, our 35-year-old friend named Gloria
6: mm-hmm.
3: said that um, snakes had eaten her pants. <laughs> snakes. Apparently, she said that she had um, put them in a store and drain Uh... For whatever reason. Why well, am going to take their pants off, put them in a storm drain? I don't know. Yeah. But then apparently snakes have then come and eaten her pants. You don't know that. That um, could be true. She hmm. It could. I, I am no amphibian. or snakes amphibians? I'm no exactly. snake expert. So you don't know. <laughs> so this
4: could be very true.
3: I'm clearly no expert. I don't think snakes eat pants, but if you have any kind of clarification, we'd like to hear it. Uh, our good friend Gloria, by the way, was arrested for... Indecent exposure, shockingly enough. Disorderly conduct and public drunkenness. She was booked on Thursday for these uh, misdemeanor counts. But as of now, no confirmation what actually happened to her pants. To our friends up north in Pennsylvania, we don't know what's going on. But you're cray-cray. That's what this segment's all about. On Monday, we do something called Mom's Monday Motivation on the show. This is something just to make you feel good for a Monday, because I know Mondays can kind of be a drag sometime, especially it's mm-hmm. summer. You just come off, the, like, the weekend. We get it. So we bring my mom all the way from Georgia in to give us a little motivation to get us pumped up. Hi, Mom. Yeah. Hi, Hi.
1: honeys.
3: We do a podcast together, by the way, called Certified Mama's Boy, which is just about uh, just about feeling good, man. It's just life and, I don't know, just check it out. It's on the Odyssey app <laughs> and see what you think. It's called Certified Mama's Boy there, wherever you get your podcast. But for the radio show today, Mom, for Mom's Money and Motivation, what we got? Okay,
1: it's from F. Scott Fitzgerald from The Great Gatsby. And you were speaking of summer. And so with the sunshine and the great burst of leaves growing on the trees just as things grow fast in movies I had that familiar conviction that life was beginning over again with summer and I always like to think about that when the seasons change I always feel like it's a new season of life too and you know what changes might you make this summer Mm -hmm. what memories are you going to make this summer it's a great time of year
3: it's true it's true, man. I don't know about y'all, but I get pumped up. There's some of y'all that love winter. God bless you, by the way. Um, you're a different, you're a different kind of spe- <laughs> species to me. Um, but the days that I can walk into work with my flip flops on is always a good day to me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think each season change. I don't know if you just you, you get like um, uh, 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 introspective when it comes to season change. Does it mean anything to you? Like- I th-
4: I do because I think each season comes with a different type of energy. And everyone's just kind of feeling a different kind of way when the sun's out and there's, you know, when kids are out of school and it just seems more fun and bright. And so I think my favorite thing that you said is making memories, because a lot of my best memories were, you know, during the summertime with the people that I love.
3: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, um... Mm -hmm. I guess a, a summer has officially started, so we can think about that as we uh, we yeah. get our day. And what are you gonna do with the summer, man? Because you know what? Before we know it, it's gonna be over. <laughs> yeah. You know that's the part that sucks. Mm-hmm. It's like you all start taking advantage of it now. All of a sudden, kids going back in school. Enjoy every like, day. So what are you gonna do with this yeah. uh, with this summer? And hopefully, make some good memories yeah. with the people closest to you. Yeah. We uh, if yeah. you like motivation like this, my mom also sends out motivational text messages every Monday that you can get by texting mm-hmm. the word hello to 833 mama text Just text the word hello to 833 mama text M-A-M-A-T-E-X-T, 833-M-A-M-A-T-E-X-T, and they're free, and uh, you can get them every single Monday for my mom. But until next week, mom, that's going to do it for you. Love you. Okay, honey, love you guys forever.
5: When your best friend runs out of advice... And your therapist won't
0: return your
4: calls...
5: And how does that make you feel?
6: There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess.
3: Yeah, she's scared if she lets her husband in on this side of her that she's never shared in seven years. Like, is it going to more, cause more trouble that's even worth? Welcome to a new week. Welcome to a new group therapy. In case you have not been here for this before, Jess, what do we do?
4: Listeners reach out to us when they have a situation going on in their life and they just want an outside perspective. So Kramer and I do our best to help and then we turn to you so you can help out your neighbor too.
3: Submit your story, by the way, at uh, mix1065baltimore.com. Hello, Anonymous. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. So what's the issue? What's going on here?
7: I don't know if I should tell my husband that I think I'm bi or
3: not. Wow. He, well, how how long have you guys been married?
7: We've, uh, in November, we're going to be married seven years. Oh, wow. Okay, and he
3: he doesn't know any, like he has no inkling of this?
7: i don't know i don't think so we got married really young mm-hmm. um and i don't know I, I feel like maybe i've always kind of had these thoughts these desires but like you know they weren't so prominent before and now i feel like I just feel them more and i don't know every year when pride months rolls around i think about it even more and this year i just i really can't stop thinking about it um do you still want to be with him yes i definitely definitely do and i don't know if i should even tell him or not because i don't want to mess with anything like i I don't not i want to be with him i'm committed to him
3: but you've never you've never actually um engaged like like engaged with a woman explored with a woman before though
7: no i mean i haven't really been able to i got married really young so i just
3: don't know i don't feel like i can share this this part of me because it seems kind of like taboo okay Um, well i'm sorry you feel that way first off that sucks i can't imagine you know walking around feeling kind of like uncomfortable in your own skin especially with the person that you love the most and say you want to be with you know but on the same other side i can see it almost make you feel like do what, I like? Do I get just, to say
4: something? Yeah, now? like,
3: it's just like, will this do anything for us? Mm-hmm. You know, us as a couple—is this? I feel
7: like I can't. I can be really. I can be really open about everything else. It's just this. Yeah. It just feels like you're crossing kind of a threshold, and what if I say it and then I don't actually mean it? You know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, are you looking to change anything in your relationship? I guess. I don't really want to change anything. I just want to be able to say whatever I need to
1: say. Yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's that's everything we kind of need to know for this, I think. Um, 410-583-1065. Anonymous says, listen, I'm I'm bi. At least I think I am. Uh, And I don't know if I should tell my husband that or not. Mm
4: -hmm. I think
3: you should tell him because I feel
4: like that's part of marriage and also getting married young, but you have to grow through and go through different things together. And so obviously you're not the same person that you were when you got married at a young age versus who you are now. And if, you know, your husband is who he says he is, then he'll want to grow with you through that, you know? And I, and I hate that you didn't feel like you could express that to him then, but I feel like these feelings aren't ever going to go away until you have that conversation.
1: Okay,
3: so let me give you two different angles. I agree. Like, it's what this show stands for, especially coming off Pride Week last week. And, you know, uh, we're, we're all about being yourself, no matter who you are, and being loud and proud. And that's what Pride is all about, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, like, when I was married, if my ex wife came to me and said, I think I'm bi, I don't I don't know how I would have handled that, honestly. I, I mean, I honestly don't know. I don't know how that would have affected. I would have, you know, obviously been cool and supportive, but, like, I don't know if that would have. How that would have affected me, and I don't—I don't know that it would—I don't know that would have infected me, affected me positively or negatively. Um, okay, so four ten five eight three one zero six five. I mean, anonymous thinks she's by. Never explored it before. Mm-hmm. She's been married now for almost almost seven years. Yeah. Should she tell her husband or not? Hey, Richie in Baltimore. Good morning. Morning. How are you doing? Doing doing well. So you've you've been in a similar spot before.
5: Yeah, so it sounds very similar to Anonymous' story. Uh, uh, My partner, she recently, after about eight years of dating, uh, decided to tell me that she thinks that she's Mm bi. You know, and I think what's important there is it doesn't change the relationship at all. I think there's some sort of cultural promiscuity that's associated with the gay culture, which is totally wrong. Yeah. Um, But, you know, very supportive of... Of her, you know, finding that truth out about her, and, you know, ultimately what's important is communicate that it's not about, you know, it doesn't change anything in the relationship. It just helps your partner, you know, feel free in their own skin. And sure, yeah. Well, wait,
3: with her. with your partner, did she want to change like your the dynamics of your relationship? No, it didn't. It didn't really change it at all. So um, she just wanted to be honest with, hey, I find I I may be sexually attracted to females, and I just need you to know.
5: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's less about, you know, sexual attraction. Just like, I guess, yeah, because it doesn't change anything in the relationship. It's okay. just a matter of, you know, being being honest with herself. And, yeah. And I think the first step, and, and what's more important is that she, she's, like, she's like holding something else back from herself and from her family. Yeah. And the first step is being comfortable opening up to me and her friends. So that's Got the point it. we're at right now. You know, we're going to a lot of the Pride events and um, just being around like-minded individuals. And it's been really, really rewarding.
3: I think I think that's really great to hear. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Great. 410-583-1065, you can call us, you can text us. Okay, we have someone else that wants to be anonymous on The Voice Disguiser. Hello, anonymous. Hey, how you doing? We're good. Okay, so you have kind of the opposite story here. What happened with you? Um. Yeah, so
7: I was married, and I actually also buy, the person i was married to actually knew it before he even married me okay so it was information that i did choose to share ahead of time um he ended up like at first he was cool with it because honestly let's be real most men they always say it's their wildest fantasy Sorry,
3: but <laughs> i mean really. so i've heard
7: <laughs> yeah i mean most most guys are just like really into it but reality um at least for in my situation he ended up becoming extremely threatened by it and then eventually like whenever we went out he just felt like um everybody was looking at me and it, he didn't feel safe and then i was constantly accused of like looking at everybody and i wanted to be with everybody so mm. extremely
3: jealous now do you think this would have been the huh. same thing with with guys though would, would he have been the same way if like guys were looking Ow. at you or do you think this just was because you were honest about you know your your curiosity or your attraction I, he
7: he was threatened by both sexes, Honestly, he was just a jealous person in general. He and was just insecure
4: the whole time.
7: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I can't say that her situation is going to be the same, and she's so she's so young anyway. But I mean, lots of guys are jealous, and sometimes when you throw even a, a, a wrench like that into a situation, it can really, really change
8: things. And- so I it, mean, I was older. little
7: older. But it,
4: I'm you, confused, though. So are you? Do you? Do would you have kept it a secret, or are you happy that he knew because he didn't accept you for who you are?
7: I'm totally okay that I... I, I try not to hide it. I mean, especially in relationships, just because I feel like it's important information. But yeah. But, I mean, I, I'm kind of like... Because it, it, it did end up, like playing a factor into the end of our marriage so I gosh, it's, it's so hard this is, like this is a very triggering thing to hear yeah. this morning well I'm sure yeah.
3: well would you I, would you advise her to do it then or not I mean just from your experience
7: God. I mean I I don't think I, I would tell him I mean but um, I guess it depends on how much trust he has in the relationship as far as like dynamics is he a jealous man? I would want to. I would want to know that. Is he jealous? Like, just generally.
3: Mm, well, God. So, for someone that's been there, she's saying, "Don't say a word." What do you think? Hey, Sarah from Street. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Does she say something or no? Only if she's ready for the
6: potential that it's going to change everything. You know, I mean, she's been married to him for eight years. I feel like by saying something now, he's going to. I mean, if it were me, if I were in his spot, I'd be like, "Well, what changed? Why didn't one? Why didn't you tell me from the beginning?" Yeah, and I would... two, and two, are you missing something at this point? Is that why you're bringing it up now? Is there something I'm not giving you that
3: you think maybe you can get from the other side? So, is she supposed to just live with these feelings just deep down, buried inside of her forever? Then, because that does that doesn't feel like the right answer either. Well, I, I see no, what you're saying. I, I know. Yeah, I get that too. Like, no, again, my question comes like that's where it all stems.
6: But why didn't you say something in the beginning then? Well, okay. I, I, will say, I will
4: say to that point, though, I feel like when it comes to these kind of converse situations, it's not so easy to, to be like, why didn't you say that in the beginning when something like this isn't as universally accepted as we would like it to be. So okay. I can understand that's, why that would and be hard.
6: True. And that's true. I mean, waiting eight years is a little,
3: little extreme. But, but I see you know? your point. I see your point of like, will will it only open the question mark case further? Or I'm for like, the
4: husband to become insecure. I'm like, what else? Yes, well,
6: because we're all vulnerable people. Sure, you know what I mean? yeah. Everyone, especially in a relationship when, you know, happiness is kind of not dependent on another person. You always want to make sure that you're making the other person happy in every way. And I do think that this is going to open his insecurity box in some way. I,
3: I don't know that I can go off of... <laughs> I can't tell him because I don't want him to be happy. I think that might be a bad way of looking at this because I don't think that you holding yourself in and who you are
4: i mean that's going to affect the marriage at at a certain point it
3: has to 410-583-1065 hey savannah from reisterstown good morning good morning okay so you're by yes you you knew that about yourself when you met your now current partner male straight Yes. and you
4: did he did he have the information What was that? Did he have that information
6: when you guys started dating? yeah. Yeah, I'm very open about it.
3: So, how does that affect your relationship then?
6: Well, I was telling Kramer, like, it actually kind of makes us closer together. Like, we're both very secure. So, like, we'll be out somewhere, and I'll just be like, wow, that is a really pretty woman. And, like, he'll be like, yeah, she is. And, like, we'll talk about it. And, like, it just... It gives a different perspective. Like, yeah. some girls get so jealous when their, guys, when their boyfriends, like, like pictures of other girls. But, like, I'm right there liking them with him because I think she's pretty, too. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, so both
4: of you are able to to appreciate the, you know, sure. beauty in someone else, whether it be male or female. You got
3: something in common now. Exactly. You know what I mean? Okay. That's, that's actually super interesting. Thank you for that. Of course. Uh, Diana from Reisterstown. Good morning. Good morning. Hear me out here for a second. I think what we've learned today is that if your partner is a jealous person, they're probably going to be jealous no matter who it is you're attracted to. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts on this?
6: No, so uh, I agree in that sense because, so I'm bisexual. I'm actually married to a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been together for 11 years, married for two of them. And so I think for me, learning about marriages coming from both of our parents have been married for over 40 years and are heterosexual that we've also seen issues in those marriages Mm -hmm. of having, like, lots of secrets or having, like, oh, I'm not really telling you how I feel. So us, we're very open with each other. So being open also then allows for more discussion about certain things, Mm -hmm. which is really helpful in moving forward, especially because just as you guys previously talked about, there's still lots of stigma in the LGBTQ community. Mm So secrets are very prevalent all the time. Mm -hmm. So the more open you can be with someone, whether those feelings are from the beginning and you didn't know what they were you just knew that you felt different yeah. you couldn't pinpoint what it was and then being able to talk about it with someone where maybe you can't be open with your family you can't be open with your friends because where you were and where you grew up is not actually open for the lgbtq mm-hmm. community discussion mm-hmm. right. If you can't be open with your partner then who can you be open with yeah because your are just going to continue be... to move forward yeah your partner's supposed to be your best friend
3: that's what we need to hear today thank you so much for calling
6: no problem. Thank you.
4: Now. now. Now.
5: These are the top 3 trending stories in the city. The Baltimore top 3, three. with Jess.
4: Number three, The Supreme Court ruled on Friday to overturn Roe versus Wade, a decision that will lead to abortion bans in multiple states. Clinics in eight states stopped performing abortions after the decision was announced, and 13 other states already have laws on the books to ban abortion. The Biden administration has warned that a decision overturning Roe would also threaten other high court decisions in favor of gay rights and contraception. Two things mentioned by Justice Clarence Thomas. He explicitly called on his colleagues to put same-sex marriage, gay sex, and contraception cases on the table to to be re-examined. So what does this mean for Maryland? Roe versus Wade was codified in state law in 1992, and the General Assembly actually expanded access to abortion care this past session. So the Abortion Care Access Act goes into effect July 1st. This will expand the number of providers in the state who are trained to give abortion care, as well as requires insurance companies to provide abortion care. In May, after the draft opinion was leaked, the Baltimore City Council passed a resolution to make the city a sanctuary for women seeking abortions and other reproductive health services. Services. The main impact on Maryland will be the potential influx of out-of-state patients seeking care. And other news, President Biden has signed the first major federal gun bill in three decades into law on Saturday.
3: There's going to be times in today's show where we give you the facts, and there's going to be times of the show where we're going to give you our feelings between the two. This was kind of just more to catch you up on the latest, especially how it affects you here in Maryland. And if you give us about 30 minutes, I kind of want to get into the feeling part of it, of the situation. So, We'll come back to it then.
4: Number two. The Ravens will hold 17 free and open training camp practices, and the team also announced fireworks night at M&T Bank Stadium. The Ravens' first full-team practice will be held July 27th, and fans can attend training camp through August 17th. Post-practice autograph sessions for kids ages 6 to 14 will also be held each practice. The 16 practices at the Under Armour Performance Center in Owings Mills will be limited to about 1,000 fans per day. so Fans can visit the Ravens' website or mobile app starting at 11 a.m. on on July 13th to claim a parking pass for the practices. These reservations will be made on a first-come, first-served basis. Fireworks night at M&T Bay Stadium that will be held on July 30th.
3: It's fun. Number one.
4: An American couple's Scottish dream wedding almost didn't happen, but it was saved all thanks to locals after their luggage had gone missing. And the story has been trending ever since. Amanda and Paul Reisel arrived at Isle of Skye the night before their dream wedding was supposed to take place, but only had their wedding rings and her bouquet. On their trip from their home in Orlando to Scotland, they experienced a series of delays, and issues, and lost all of their luggage. The bride was prepared just to give up on the wedding she had been planning for over two years and go back to Orlando. But their wedding photographer, Rosie Woodhouse, stepped in and saved the day. She made a post on social media asking locals to help if they could. By the next morning, she got the couple everything they needed for their wedding day. Amanda wore a bar dress paul and a full kilt set lent to him they got to say i do in the scottish highlands
3: i think it's cool when how news, cute is that when the news is heavy you know that store it's important to spotlight stories like this mm-hmm. because there's still like some really cool things going on on the outside of everything else too so thank you for sharing that jessica this is Jess, and that was your top three we do a segment called talk me out of it on thursdays jess remind us again about anonymous's story before we get her on
4: Anonymous was considering breaking up with her boyfriend because his toes freak her out. Um, He got into an accident and he's missing a couple toes. The thing is, though, is that he was actually engaged and he broke off his engagement to be with her. Mm. So she was considering breaking up with him before their trip to Ocean City over the weekend because she didn't really want to be with him in that kind of setting.
3: Before we bring her on, what do you think? Did she do it or not? I... I think she broke up with him.
4: It kind of felt like her mind was set up, it's, already made up
3: when like we talked about it. We can admit, though, it's super crappy, right? If that is the case? Yeah. Okay. Let me get her on. Uh, hi, Anonymous. Good morning. Good morning, guys. What happened? Did you break um, up with him because of his foot? Please say no.
8: I did not break up with him
3: because of his foot,
8: no. Okay, good. So you guys are still together. So things feel good. No, we're actually not still together. It was a really long weekend. Um, So we got to Ocean City, and um, I was trying to just be with him for him and not pay attention to anything else. First night was great. Um, Then we went to the beach the next day, and it it was just, again, really freaky to see his feet in sandals and on the beach.
3: Well, what did he? It what did he just, wear? What could he wear for like beach wear? I'm just kind of like on the on his feet. Did, did, I mean, he, wear he has
8: some slides that he wears, like actual sandals. Oh, okay. And, yeah. Um, you know, he wears like kind of harachi sandals or boat shoes or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah.
3: Okay. During, a little strap during the night. Yeah.
8: I was physically uncomfortable, and he could tell. He could read my body language. He could tell my you know my facial expressions, et cetera. But he kind of. At dinner was like, "Hey, you've been kind of weird. What's going on?" And I didn't have the heart to like keep it from him. You know, we've known each other forever, so I I just finally just told him. Was like, "Yo, man, your your feet freak me out." And like, <sighs> I'm trying to look past. Okay, first off, got, not tactful. I, I mean, we're, what do you? I couldn't hide it anymore. I just so, wanted to be direct. So what happened? What was, happened <laughs> after you oh, told my, him that? How God. did he react? I mean, at first he just kind of laughed. He thought I was kidding, and. I wanted to be kidding so bad, and then he was like, you're really upset about this, huh? And, like, this is something that's literally bothering you to the point where you're questioning everything about us, like, and then he did, he said, I,
3: I broke up my engagement for you. Well, yeah, because he did, like, oh, this one's so hard. Okay, I'm going to pause,
4: I'm going to pause that real quick. You are not fully to blame, though, for the whole breaking up the engagement. No, so he, but you are to blame. Oh, I am just i just want it to be, I think it's 50-50, so we can't just all put all the blame on her because he was not, it's not like when they started talking again, you're going to tell me the first, you don't tell her that, you, that you're that you engaged, you're acting like you're not engaged. So, again, I do think the entire thing's messed up, but we also have to acknowledge it's not like he was innocent in the entire situation okay, either.
3: Whatever. Um, Well,
4: and absolutely, and a
8: little backstory that you guys don't know is that, like, I did tell him that we couldn't be together because he was engaged to someone else, and it wasn't an ultimatum. It was, you're in a relationship. This is bad. We can't do this. I didn't cause their breakup. He chose to do that. I never asked for it. I mean, and I, I, like I said, I know this is shallow. Believe me, I called you guys to ask you to talk me out of it.
4: Yeah. So,
8: what, so how is that drive back then if you guys broke up? Well, he left me and I, I had to have a friend come out and pick me up and wow. we stayed an extra day and i just cried and we got drunk and i feel i'm sad i'm i love this guy to an extent so It's maybe it's for the best honestly because yeah. if i was this wishy-washy yeah, about this is this physical, is honest to
3: god this whole thing is just messy it's honestly yeah, just messy I'm, as hell like mm-hmm. I, I, let's take the foot thing out of it like Fiance, break it off. No, you guys weren't meant to like, be. Like, I don't know. This one's just messy to me. Uh, but regardless, listen, um, we're just always thankful when people call us back to give us the update. So thank you for, for taking the time to call us today. Really yeah. appreciate it.
8: I'm sorry. Okay, thank you guys for your help and um, for checking in on me. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe
6: to get the show daily.
5: And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars.
6: Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And
5: check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.
1: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.